Hall of Fame family and the McGroins coming to you live from the heart of America, Nashville, Tennessee on rumble.com slash LFA TV. This is Ungoverned. Happy to be here on a Wednesday morning. It is hump day. <laughs> I'll never, I will never get over that Geico commercial with the camel. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? Hump day. Yeah. Uh, it's a good day. Good Wednesday. Happy to see everybody here. Hit that thumbs up button for us, whether you're watching live or later. Make it happen. Uh, we're going to have some fun towards the second half of the show today. Got some like, <laughs> really funny stories. They may make their way into their next bit. Who knows? Uh, but uh, but the first half, we're going to talk about the election virus. You know, the election virus is back. There's always, there's always got to be something, right? Right on the eve of, uh, of an election. Last year, you know, I was going through my uh, time hop. There's this app out there. It gives you, like, you know, what you did a year ago on, on social media. And so, like, right around now, the Chinese white paper protests were going on. There was that apartment building in China, remember? That uh, people died in an apartment fire because the lockdowns were so severe over the new strain of COVID or whatever around last year that they locked people in an apartment building that went on fire and they died. And so Chinese protesters all over the place started holding up white pieces of paper, you know, because they weren't allowed to say anything. So they were just holding up a, a blank sheet of paper. I don't know if you remember those, but those protests were last year, right around this time. And now here we are again, literally a full year later, and China's talking about going back into lockdowns because of this new mystery pneumonia. Ooh, very scary. Mystery pneumonia. It's like, how many times are they going to try the same thing until they stop trying the same thing? Well, the answer is until people just stop listening. Now, the, the overall answer is to never talk about it. But right now, while we have such a, you know, our, our society, everybody's so on edge and so alert and paying attention to these issues, it's hard to just ignore it. We also want to be able to call out that they're trying this for the third or fourth year in a row, whatever it is. And we want to be able to safeguard against the pitfalls that screwed up 2020. It's a mystery pneumonia. Ooh, that's scary. China came out and said it's not a new pathogen, but we can't trust anything out of what China says. We can't trust anything. It's affecting children. We've heard that before. And this is the problem. It could be something serious. But because of our distrust, our level of distrust over the last nothing burger virus, I mean, people got sick, but if you didn't have comorbidities, you generally made it through without a problem. Oh, but what about long COVID? Okay, you know, stop. Don't tell me about long COVID. You know, it comes down to whether or not people are going to fall for it again. And we're here to tell you not to do it. We're here to tell you not to. Remember, do not comply. Compliance is surrender, right? But China's bringing back their lockdowns. So they're thinking about bringing back their lockdowns over mystery pneumonia. And, you know, I saw this happen back on Long Island. You know, we had Hurricane Irene come through. Everyone thought it was supposed to be this really bad storm. It wound up being, you know, not as bad as what everybody said. And then two years later... Hurricane Sandy. Oh, the last hurricane was a bunch of nonsense. This is going to be no problem. And that was not the case. And I was out there going, guys, guys, this is really just going to look, make Irene look like a a passing shower. And and sure, sure as hell it did. So this could be something serious in China. But they're, they're doing exactly the same things they did with COVID when it wasn't uh, something that required the type of response that the world, with the exception of a couple of countries, ushered in and, and, and you know, engaged in this, 
draconian response, locking people down, a government deciding whose jobs are essential and non-essential, all of that. None of it was necessary. None of it was necessary. Was it 15 days to slow the spread? Okay, we did it for two weeks. But you can look back there now. Hindsight, obviously, is 2020 and say we never even should have entertained that. We all got caught up in the hysteria. Oh, there's hysteria during COVID? Yeah, there was. Do you remember the toilet paper? People thought they had to buy 96 rolls of toilet paper to make it through 15 days to slow the spread. Remember that? I do. The meat. You can only buy two items. Well, just just do what you were normally doing. There would be no issue. People took it upon themselves to hoard. It was like Black Friday every day in the supermarket. People were just long lines and fights, one-way aisles. I mean, so you really want to do that again? Because there's an election coming next year and they need anything and everything to be put out there to scare people into voting by mail or scare people away from the polls or do something that's going to send shockwaves through society. And why not go back to the pandemic or virus play out of the playbook? It worked last time. It's still somewhat relevant. The only way they stop using that play is if we roundly reject it. I think we will. I do. I think we will. I think this time we're going to look at this one and say, you know what? Just no. Just stop. Oh, it's in Europe now. Oh, it's a China mystery pneumonia. Okay. You tried that once. If this was serious, you shouldn't have effed around with us back in 2020. I'll take my chances on the mystery pneumonia. Thank you very much. We got some other cool stories, uh, though, that are really, well, here's not a cool one. You know, we said the Democrat Party since October 12th, I said it on this show, has been fractured over Israel. We don't know what they're going to do. And eventually... Joe Biden's weakness was going to force him to cave to the bad guys instead of, you know, uh, trying to exterminate demons. And we're not we're not the ones doing that. But and I guess the word exterminate isn't a good word because then you go, see, it's a genocide. Well, you know what? You don't get to just murder people and not face consequences. You don't you don't get to do that. It's not a genocide of Palestinians. It is ridding the Palestinian people of terrorists. Their, Their judgment. Allowed these people to come into power and allowed what happened on October 7th in Israel to take place. So now here's Joe Biden. Oh, you know, he, he, he is now pressuring Israel to use tactics that would not dismantle Hamas. So what good would it do? What is it? Israel's just going to go in there, kill a couple of Hamas's high-ranking leaders and leave, and then what? A year from now, two years from now, three years from now, it happens again? No, well, that's what Biden wants. He would prefer to see, apparently, according to a source, we'll get to the story. He would. You ready for this one? Biden wants to see Hamas intact after this entire ordeal with Israel. Intact and governing still. So no consequences. So you can go out there and you can murder people in Israel and still be in power and still be intact and still have authority after the whole thing. No consequences. This is the weakest president I've ever seen. Not our war. Our boots don't need to be on their ground. Totally get it. But it's just pay attention. Liberals, Jewish American, generational Jewish voters, pay attention. This is your guy. This is your guy. 
Remember, you were told that Donald Trump was a Nazi. Donald Trump hates Jews. Donald Trump is going to cause World War III. Donald Trump's going to get us involved in new wars. Donald Trump's bad on the foreign policy uh, stuff. Donald Trump makes us bad on the world stage. This guy is so weak. So weak. $6 billion given to Iran. Next thing you know, Israel's getting attacked. Brittany Griner freed for the merchant of death. We're funding every side of every single war. This guy is the weakest and most ineffective president if you want a strong America in the history of our country. It's your guy. It's your guy. Unless you don't want him to be your guy anymore. Like Mark Fisher. Who is Mark Fisher? Mark Fisher is the co-founder of Black Lives Matter Rhode Island. We're going to talk about him today. He came out and endorsed Donald Trump. But wait until you hear this interview. There's two interviews we're going to play of his. The first interview, the females, well, you must be alone in thinking that. It's, the, the racism on the left is just unbelievable. So we'll get to him. We'll have some fun with that. That's a great story. Mark Fisher, Black Lives Matter, Rhode Island, co-founder of the chapter, endorsing Trump. The Biden regime is spending almost a half a trillion dollars. That's a lot of money. Half a trillion dollars on illegals. Well, it's only a drop. And remember, well, $28,000 to walk drunk lizards on a treadmill. It's only a drop in the bucket. But every drop in the bucket contributes to a larger pool of water. Do you understand that? $451 billion on illegals. What could we have done with that money? What roads could we have built? What bridges could we have repaired? What veterans could we have helped? What homeless people could we have helped? Who could have been fed? I'm not into social welfare, but if we're going to spend it, if we're going to have social welfare programs, if we're going to have these, these, you know, this redistribution of the wealth, we're, we sure as hell better not be giving it to people who don't belong here. Well, $451 billion per year is what the Biden administration is spending on illegals, people who don't belong here, people who have no right to be here. Does that sound cold? Does that sound harsh? Does that sound emotionless? Does it sound like I'm a little robotic? Like, get the hell out of here. You're not supposed to be here. You didn't do it legally. Maybe you think that. Have some compassion. I have plenty of compassion for them. I think that if you want a better life, no problem. Show up at a port of entry and do it legally. Everybody here wants to better their lives. You don't see us breaking the law to do it. If I just break into someone's home tomorrow and sit there, uh, sorry, Cindy, I'm here just because I'm looking for a better life. They're going to kick me out of there real quick. Got Kim Jong-un saying there's a satellite over the White House. That's funny. And the national Christmas tree fell over. We're going to have fun with both of those stories towards the end of the show. But first, I want to get to a word from our friends over at switch2usa.com. That is switch2usa.com. Switch, the number two, usa.com. Here's a short video about this wonderful company right here. Take a look. We all want to make a difference in our country and and make change, but we don't all have the ability to do so. A lot of people are busy. They can't join school boards. They can't get on borough council, but they can change where they shop. And it's just shopping. It's that simple. We're going to link arms and we're going to shop right here at this American factory. They make the products and they're all natural and they're good for us and they're affordable. Everything's made here in the USA. That is Switch, the number two USA.com. You see it on your screen right now. We've been talking about how the world has been going crazy with supply chain issues, record setting inflation and sky high gas prices. We all know how the big box stores were allowed to stay open the entire time while so many little guys, small business owners and regular people were forced to close. The wealthiest on the planet became better off while mom and pop suffered. The question is, 
What are we willing to do about it? How can our voices be heard? Well, you can vote with your dollars. That's how we make a difference. This is a call to action. Switch away from the big box conglomerates and shop factory direct at a family-owned, made-in-America manufacturer for all of your monthly consumables, toothpaste, shaving cream, laundry detergent, shampoo, healthy snacks, and now grass-fed beef, all delivered right to your door. Switch away from made in China and switch to made in the USA. I want you to join this parallel economy that has been formed. I want you to join the massive sweep that's happening through the Patriot Nation and decide right now that you want to be a part of the movement to cut off their cash flow. You can sign up at switch2usa.com. Fill out the form on the right-hand portion of your screen on the website. And my friend Maria will give you a call back to enroll you. And then you can start shopping at this privately owned mom and pop. That is switch to number 2 usacom Switch to number 2 usacom Switch to number 2 USA. Dot com and uh, we also have EnviroCleanse. That is the home air purifier from EnviroCleanse. Our filter is arriving, I believe, tomorrow, which is exciting. So we can turn the EnviroCleanse back on. If all home air purifiers are the same, why did the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify the air on board our Navy ships? So that's because EnviroCleanse advanced mineral technology goes beyond ordinary HEPA filters to destroy airborne illness causing cold and flu viruses, including covid and maybe even the mystery pneumonia. Who knows? EnviroCleanse is the new science in air purification. And now you can order one for your home. This is how you help stop colds and flu from taking your whole family down. And it's how you destroy allergy and flaming toxins and mold from the air your family breathes. In fact, this hospital-grade technology is so powerful that it promises far fewer colds and allergies and much better sleep. Just visit ekpure.com. That is Echo Kilo, Papa Uniform, Romeo Echo.com. Use the code LFA for 10% off your EnviroCleanse home air purification unit. You'll also receive a free air quality monitor and fast and free shipping, which is $150 in savings. Just go to ekpure.com. Use the code LFA. ekpure.com. Code Lima Foxtrot Alpha. ekpure.com. Code LFA. Last but not least, we have the LFA TV store located on the LFA TV website. You see on the website this beautiful pop-up there because there are days like today where there's some visibility issues. You may not be able to find the show. If you ever have that problem on Rumble, you can go to lfatv.us. Click on that pop-up. It brings you to the show that is currently live. And what you can also do is head over to the LFA TV store. You see the clearance items on the website are 10 bucks until they're gone. There's also a bunch of brand new items, great stocking stuffers, great gifts for the holidays. LFATV.us. Click on that store tab and take a look. Find out what's for you on that website. Or maybe there's something there for a friend. LFATV.us. Click on that store tab. Or you can go straight there by going to JeremyHerald.com slash store. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's rock and roll. Election infection. The election infection, the election virus is back. It's back. December of 2019, we were talking about, ooh, you know, there's this uh, respiratory virus spreading through China, and it could present a pandemic similar to SARS. And then, you know, the World Health Organization came out, remember, and said, there has been no evidence of human-to-human transmission of the novel coronavirus in Wuhan, China. Next thing you know, everybody had it, and we were mailing in our votes. Let's be cautious against what they're trying to do here. Now, I always say compliance is surrender, so we don't comply, we don't surrender. And that's just about everything these days, including these medical scares. I'm not telling you not to trust your doctors. I'm not telling you to take my medical advice. I'm not telling you to downplay every single threat that you think there is to your safety safety and your health and the health of you and your family. I'm not telling you to do that, but I'm telling you that when you start seeing tyrannical governments like the CCP, like the Chinese government, like the U.S. government, like other governments around the world, when you start to see them all kind of recycling plays from the same 
playbook of tyranny, you have to be on guard. You just have to. You can't look at this and say, oh, maybe this time they're telling the truth. You can't. You just can't. I don't trust many, many doctors now. I used to trust a lot of them. I don't. I don't trust these global medical organizations, the WHO and the UN and, you know, the the NIA. It's like I have a severe distrust of these entities now because of what they put us through over the last couple of years. The shots are safe and effective. They're causing heart problems for a lot of people. All right, now the majority of people are probably not having problems. I could say that. But I can also say, I can also say that there are a much larger number of people who are experiencing adverse long-term effects after getting the COVID vaccine that Pfizer, Moderna, all your medical institutions, your government, the mainstream media told you were not an issue. They told you it was not an issue. Safe and effective, safe and effective, safe and effective, safe and effective, safe and effective. And again, for the majority of people who took the vaccine, maybe it was safe and effective and you didn't have an adverse effect that was going to impact your life long term. But the number of people who are suffering from these vaccine related, you want to call them injuries, events, adverse effects, side effects, long term issues, whatever, much larger than anybody would have been willing to admit and still much larger than anybody is willing to admit. Now you have China inching back towards lockdown, uh, lockdowns again as a mystery virus. Ooh, scary. We don't know what it is. It's a mystery. Fear of the unknown. Ooh, ooh, it's terrifying. China's trying to come back there and, and bring back lockdowns. And this was written by, who do you think this was written by, Brennan, on The Daily Caller? Our good friend Kay Smythe. Yes. Kay Smythe wrote this article. She's, if you don't watch Newsmax, uh, if you have it in your cable package, you can watch it. Uh, Every Thursday, I'm on a panel with Kay on Carl Higby's show, Frontline, the the panel panel is called Culture Clash. And she's a lot of fun. So our good friend Kay Smythe uh, wrote this article on the Daily Caller. I use a a lot of pieces from the Daily Caller, so it was only... It was only a matter of time until we had a K. Smythe article on our show. So there you go. You can see it right there. From the great K. Smythe, China is apparently... Now I can't read this article without hearing that accent. (laughs) China is apparently coming back towards lockdowns uh, in late November as hospitals fill with children suffering from a surge in acute respiratory viruses. The Chinese National Health Commission claims the new surge is caused by a variety of illnesses such as influenza, Rhinovirus, which apparently impacts uh, McConnell and McCarthy and McDaniel and Romney, you know, the rhinovirus. My, uh, mycoplasma pneumoniae, respiratory syncytial virus, and adenovirus, according to the South China Morning Post. Officials are calling for reinstatement of pandemic-era lockdown protocols to help curb the outbreak, even though these measures didn't really do anything the first time around. So here we go. This is what we said was coming. The conspiracy theorists were right again. Every flu season, they're going to do what we said it. Back during when COVID, when the lockdowns, we were like, this is ridiculous. Because what are you going to do? You can do this every time someone gets the flu? No, 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 no. This is a serious virus. We have to do lockdowns now. It's serious. We don't know what we're dealing with. Well, now we're dealing with rhinovirus, which is a cold. Influenza, which is the flu. Adenovirus, something that's been around for a while. A while. Other respiratory illnesses, we've, we've, we've dealt with those before as well. We're dealing with things that we know about. 
We never locked down for them in the past, but now that we have normalized the lockdown, they're going to look for a way to do this every single year to continue to normalize you listening to the government and staying in their homes when they say so. That's all this is about. That's all this is about. This is not about keeping anybody safe. It's not about curbing the outbreak of viruses, not about that. And now they're saying all oh, the children are sick. So now if you don't lock down, you're trying to kill kids. Don't you even go there. Trying to kill kids? You're the party of Planned Parenthood? You Really? You want to go there? Let's go. Let's, let's go there. Let's venture over there. You want to you fight on that ground? Let's fight on that ground. Because you're going to lose. You're going to lose. You're the ones who stuck children in masks and destroyed two years of their learning. You're the same people who, before you went into mass, decided to go with Common Core, treating every child the same. Standardized testing, as if it's like you could take a one-size-fits-all approach in education. You can't do that. Oh, virtual learning. Yeah, we're going to, we're gonna, you know, and then when the kids go back to school, the teachers have to wear the mask, and the kids have to wear the mask, and they have to sit six feet apart, and they have to eat lunch in different rooms, and they've got to be segregated. And I mean, you made school feel like prison. Don't tell me you care about kids now. You don't. China now bringing back these lockdowns. And according to Kay Smythe in her article here on The Daily Caller, schools, childcare facilities, and nursing homes are being, called, are being called to close in China. SCMP noted, and people are being told to minimize personal movement and visits as the outbreak continues. Many people are comparing the situation to the start of the COVID-19 pandemic, but apparently it is not quite the same quote we asked about comparisons prior to the pandemic and the waves that we're seeing now the peak is not as high as what they saw in 2018 or 2019 the world health organization's acting director of its department of epidemic and pandemic preparedness and prevention maria van kirkhove told stat on friday this is not an indication of a novel pathogen this is expected this is what most countries dealt with a year or two ago so something that we dealt with a year or two ago and didn't lock down over, we're now dealing with now saying it's not a big deal, but it's a big enough deal that you have to stay home, that you have to close schools, that we have to, someone sneezed and we have to shut down an entire city block to make sure that nobody else gets sick. Do you understand the conditioning exercise, the conditioning experiment that you are living through right now? And China... China. This is China. This is a terrible place. We got along well with Winnie the Pooh, Xi Jinping. We got along well with China. Got along well with everybody. Got along very well with Australia. Talked to them yesterday on a Twitter space. I got along well with the koalas and the kangaroos. We got along very well with these people. The aborigines, you know, they play the, I play the didgeridoo. You know that? I played it. It was a beautiful, and you play it, and it's beautiful. Australia got along very well with them. Crikey, they say crikey. China can get away with these like lockdowns because you can't Go against what uh, what the regime what the regime says in China. You can't speak out against them. You saw what happened last year: the white paper protests, the crackdowns. You're not allowed to question Winnie the Pooh out there in China. You're getting to that point here if we don't take a stand. The point of the matter is, you have authorities all over the world saying, "Yeah, no, this isn't something to be afraid of." But lock down and stay in your homes and close down your schools and close down your businesses and take this really seriously and don't see people and don't do person-to-person visits. You see what they're saying to do here over what used to be normal.
Because when they started using that term, the new normal, they didn't mean a new normal that we were going to be living with a virus circulating. They meant the new normal of listening to the government and obeying and, 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 and doing exactly what they want you to do. A new normal of the government having more control. And if they keep hitting you with wave after wave after wave of lockdowns, eventually it's going to feel normal. All right, it's November. I guess we're staying home. It's time to hibernate for a week again, right? It's going to feel normal. You're going to say, eh, I don't really miss that old life. I'll stay home for a week. No problem. They're not doing this for you. They're doing this for them. They're doing this so they have more power. They're not doing this to keep you safe. They're not doing this to keep your children safe. They're not doing this to curb the spread of some sort of mystery illness. This isn't a new pathogen. This is not something people have not experienced before, and yet we're taking these measures. Why? We're taking these measures as a means of conditioning you to eventually you feel like this is normal. Year after year after year after year. You want to know what long COVID really is? It's going back to lockdowns every time someone coughs on your block. It's going back to lockdowns every time a kid gets pulled from school because they ran a fever. That's what long COVID really is. It's not you not having a sense of taste or smell three weeks after the virus. Whatever. That'll be, you know, your, your body will adjust. You'll get that back. Long COVID has nothing to do with your personal health. Long COVID is the normalization of tyrannical lockdowns, the normalization of government being able to tell you and your business that you're not allowed to operate. Long COVID is the long-term effects of the normalization of lockdowns, tyranny, surrendering your rights for a false sense of security. Long COVID is not anything that has to do with your personal health. This is long COVID. This is what it really is. This has always been the goal. The goal has been to condition you, to desensitize you, and to normalize surrendering your rights on a seasonal basis. Just like the Christmas trees go up in Home Depot and Costco and Walmart and Target, when you see the Christmas trees go up, you go, oh, it must be Christmas season. It's also lockdown season. So we need to stay home. We got to start over scrubbing. I don't mind you staying clean. We got to start bathing in, in hand sanitizer. We have to start, you know, wearing masks again and keeping the kids home from schools again. And, and being that's what it's all about. It's all about conditioning. This, what you're living through, is long COVID. They want you to believe it has something to do with your health. It doesn't. This is long COVID. Don't let it happen again. I'm telling you, they have got the same timeline at work here. Oh, it's not a novel pathogen, and it's nothing we haven't seen before. You remember, they downplayed COVID in the beginning, too, and then they let it explode. Don't let this happen again. This will not be another election virus. No lockdowns here. They can say there's lockdowns. Do not listen to them. Compliance is surrender. Surrender is not an option in this time around. Do not comply. Do not surrender. Want to get to this. Joe Biden's pressuring uh, Israel to use tactics that would leave Hamas intact. Do you believe that? Biden pressure on Israeli tactics will leave Hamas intact and in power. So what's the point of the war? A source within the Israeli government, now again, this is coming from the Israeli government. I don't trust them. I'm telling you what they told Breitbart, okay? A source within the Israeli government told Breitbart News on Tuesday that U.S. President Joe Biden pressures, uh, Joe Biden's pressure would lead to Hamas surviving the war intact 
rather than allowing Israel to destroy Hamas or remove its military and governing capabilities. Again, we don't need to put boots on the ground to do this. I'm not asking for that. I'm not suggesting that we do that. I'm saying Hamas attacked Israel, murdered 1,400 Israelis, and now if Hamas doesn't want to come out and surrender and give up their governing power in Gaza, which I understand why they wouldn't want to do that, then they are going to have to go house to house and find any one of these Hamas authorities, any people who are involved with that regime, and they're going to have to eliminate them. We don't have to do it. I'm not calling for every single Palestinian in Gaza to be killed. That's not what I want to see. I don't think that's what anybody wants to see. If that is what you want to see, you're an effed up individual, and no, you're wrong. But I think Israel has every single right to weed out these people. And they have the right to do whatever they have to do without being reckless, of course. You know, you don't just kill a kid because you're frustrated that they might not know where some Hamas guy is in their home or something. You know, you don't do that. But now you have our administration. They had the, the ceasefire, the pause to do a hostage release. Now they're trying to pressure Israel. Well, you know, don't do X, Y, and Z because you might get somebody else hurt and... Israel coming back and saying, well, if we don't do X, Y, and Z, Hamas will remain in power. We wouldn't, we wouldn't have solved any problems to begin with. When you realize the Democrat Party doesn't want Hamas gone, A, because Hamas can bring about chaos here, but B, because they actually don't like Jewish people. The Democrats hate Jews. You know that already. They don't want Hamas gone because Hamas does what the Democrats like. The ha Hamas attacks innocent people. Hamas attacks Christians. Hamas attacks Jews. Hamas, Hamas will dismantle, try to dismantle Israel, which the Democrats hate. This is not new. This has been their platform for a while. Everything in the beginning era, all that virtue signaling, that was a charade. That was a facade. You know that. Hopefully, generational Jewish voters are still paying attention. In recent days, the White House has acknowledged that Israel intends to continue fighting in Hamas, uh, fighting Hamas after the current pause sought by Biden to allow the release of hostages uh, the pause ends later this week. Quote, the Israelis have been pretty clear that once the pauses are complete and the hostage exchanges are over, that they intend to continue their military operations against Hamas, White House advisor John Kirby said on Monday. However, the White House is no longer clearly stating that it shares that goal, the goal of eliminating Hamas. And the Israeli government privately believes Biden is prepared to tolerate the survival of Hamas, despite the fact that Hamas and other terror groups would see that as a victory. The reason Israel believes this is Biden's goal is that the United States administration is opposing onerous conditions on the Israeli Defense Force regarding its operations in Gaza, such that defeating Hamas could become almost impossible. The New York Times described these uh, conditions on Tuesday. The United States has warned Israel that it must fight more surgically and avoid further mass displacement of Palestinians in its war against Hamas to avoid a humanitarian crisis that overwhelms the world's ability to respond according to senior Biden administration officials. Again, this is not the world's responsibility here. It's Israel and Hamas. Let them fight it. Nobody should feel the need to take in refugees. You got your own stuff to worry about. American officials have told the Israelis that any coming military operation should not hamper the flow of power and water or impede the work of humanitarian sites such as hospitals and UN-supported shelters in South and Central Gaza. So the same humanitarian work that has been hijacked and stolen by Hamas 
the Biden administration doesn't want to see impeded. Again, this has nothing to do, nothing to do with humanitarian aid being delivered to good people and everything to do with the fact that Biden, Iran, and Hamas are all on the same team. You understand that? Look, this is what happens to humanitarian aid in Gaza. Take a look at this. We played this before. כאשר לפי אותו מקור שהעביר לי את התיעוד הזה, אחרי שהשוטרים היכו את התושבים, הם לקחו את תכולת המשאיות. And it gets overrun by terrorists. Those people never see anything. You have the, the tunnels under the Shifa hospital where they said fuel that was delivered to the hospital to treat people, you know, to power the hospital, to give Palestinians medical care was stolen by Hamas for their own military needs. Joe Biden is not a humanitarian guy. He doesn't want to help innocent people. He wants the terrorists to win. He funded them. On 9-11, he gave Iran $6 billion, which a month later, you find out, may have been used to fund Hamas's attack on Israel that murdered 1,400 people, shot up a music festival, paragliders, you know the whole story. Well, they wasn't really giving them $6 billion. He just unfroze humanitarian assets. Okay, so now Hamas, so now Iran got a humanitarian aid gift card so they can use the money that they were originally going to use on humanitarian aid on rockets to send to Hamas and Hezbollah and the Houthis and everything like that. Come on, you're not stupid. You know how this works. Nobody's stupid. You know how this works. Oh, yeah, he's giving up the merchant of death to Russia for Brittany Griner. We brought an American home. You don't think the merchant of death is working to deal arms and, and, and fight for Russia? In the war against Ukraine? What are you, are you guys idiots? Yes. Rhetorical question. Joe Biden does not want a humanitarian effort to, to, to be undertaken in Gaza. He wants the terrorists to win. That's why him and his predecessor, Barack Hussein Obama, gave Iran pallets of cash. That is why he gave Iran another $6 billion on 9-11. That is why, to this date, as uh, since Joe Biden took office, he has given Iran $84 billion. That is why hundreds of millions of dollars in humanitarian aid has been sent to Gaza, even though we know that Hamas often intercepts that aid, doesn't get to the people that we say we want it to get to. Joe Biden wants the terrorists to win. He hates your country. He hates Jewish people. He hates white people. He hates, he hates all of us. He hates the United States of America. He wants the terrorists to win. It is all being done on purpose. He hates your country. That's why on the next side of the show, on the other side of this break, we're going to talk about BLM and a co-founder of BLM chapter in Rhode Island who has figured this out. And he says he's not alone. Folks, I hope you enjoyed the first half of that show. How'd that go? You think that went well? That go pretty good? All right. I'm happy that went well. All right. Hope you enjoyed the first half of the show, ladies and gentlemen. 
I want to get to a word from our friends over at Let's Go Brandon Token. Before we do that, I want to uh, ask everybody if you can kindly, I know we're having a slight visibility day, uh, if you can kindly smash that thumbs up button, whether you're watching live or later. If you're watching the replay, the thumbs up still counts. Please hit that thumbs up button or Brennan is going to treat you like Derek Chauvin. You're going to get stabbed and you're not going to like it. You're not going to like it. It's a quick, a quick, they call it a shiv. You're going to get shivved. All right. We don't, we don't, we shank, we shiv. He died like a dog. That'll be you. We'll be talking about you dying like a dog. If you don't hit that rumble button, you're going to get stabbed. I mean, we don't like violence, but we have to resort to that in order to do this. So uh, hit that button for us. Please make sure you're sharing the show. Make sure you subscribe to our channel, rumble.com slash LFA TV and audio. We're anywhere you get your podcasts as well. Uh, search Ungoverned. You'll find it um, there. Subscribe. You don't have to listen there, but if we do have issues one day, we always upload clean audio. Uh, so let's uh, let's make that happen. If you can, we'd really appreciate that. Let's get to a word. Whoops. I'm sorry. Why'd I do that? That guy's a scumbag on your screen. You see that? That's a Nazi. Let's get to a word from our friends over at letsgobrandontoken.com. Letsgobrandontoken.com, the only LGBT that I will support. Uh, and take a deep dive into the world of cryptocurrencies where innovation meets freedom and community empowerment. This is Let's Go Brandon Token. And what sets them apart is the unique approach to giving back with every transaction made using the token. 2% goes to the America First wallet, which is then used to donate to America First candidates, causes, and charities that align with the values that we all hold dear. But that's not all. If you're a holder of Let's Go Brandon Token, you get to vote where the funds go. They also reward its holders by dispersing 7% of the buy and sell tax back into the community. So you earn passive income simply by holding your tokens and being a part of the vibrant and supportive community. They're also developing a non-custodial crypto wallet called Freedom Finance, which provides you with full control over your assets, ensuring security and peace of mind. And that's not all. Whether you're new to crypto or you're looking to expand your knowledge, Let's Go Brandon Token's got you covered offering self-paced crypto classes designed specifically for beginners. The classes provide you with the knowledge and confidence to navigate the crypto landscape with ease. So visit the website today, letsgobrandontoken.com, to learn more and become a part of the incredible movement to embrace freedom, empower the community, and make a positive impact together. Also note that investing in crypto does involve risk, and it's important to do your own research before making any investment decisions. This message is not financial advice, but it is friendly advice to so check out Let's Go Brandon Token. Token.com. We also have four Patriots in the Patriot Power Generator. That is the number four Patriots.com, four Patriots.com, right here. You see it on your screen. Millions of people lost power after Hurricane Ian ripped through Florida. And one of the first things the local government did was put out food safety tips because a lot of people will watch their food spoil inside their fridges if they're unable to get gas for their generator. Well, now you can get a solar generator. It's safe to use indoors. It is whisper quiet, and it is strong enough to run your fridge. It is the Patriot Power Generator from the number four Patriots. It's not ordinary power. It is a generator that never needs gas ever, and it even comes with a free solar panel. And right now, for a limited time, you can get $500 off at the number four Patriots.com. If you use promo code LFA, Lima, Foxtrot, Alpha, you'll get 10% off of everything. It is rated five stars. From over 600 reviews on the website and backed by their 100% guarantee for an entire year. So it's totally risk-free. Now, you may be asking, why are they called Four Patriots? Well, that's because a portion of every sale is donated to charities who support our veterans and their families. Just go to fourpatriots.com. It's the number four, patriots.com, to get $500 off the Patriot Power Generator. So you will be ready for the next blackout. That is the number four, patriots.com, code LFA. Fourpatriots.com, code Lima Fox, Trot Alpha. The number four, Patriots.com, promo code LFA. Check them out today. All right, folks. Let's talk about Black Lives Matter. You know how Biden hates your country. He doesn't 
stand for what he says he stands for. He told a bunch of black people that they'd be back in chains if Republicans got elected. It's probably something you don't want to say to black people. He said he didn't want his kids going to school in a racial jungle. He claims to have marched in the civil rights movement, never did that. Joe Biden hates your country. Joe Biden hates black people. Joe Biden hates Americans. He doesn't just hate black people or white people. He hates Americans and Black Lives Matter. Rhode Island's co-founder, Mark Fisher, has endorsed Donald Trump over the Democrat Party saying they are not for us. I want you to listen to this interview he did. And then there's another one he did with Lawrence Jones on Fox News. But I want you to listen to this and listen to the racism from the interviewer. Take a listen to this. You, uh, uh, BLM leader, and you're now endorsing Donald Trump, saying he's the best candidate we have. Why do you think he is the best candidate that we have? Because everybody else sucks. <laughs> so is he just the best of a bad group? I mean, is he still, is he not that great either, but he's just like better than the rest? Well, you know, I like Trump, you know, um, personally. And I think right now who we have, sitting in the Oval Office is just a deep disappointment. You know, I deeply um, have disdain for him. And and, and I I really dislike the vice president as well. What what is it that why how why do you not like them versus like Donald Trump? I would imagine you're you're alone in this. Do you feel alone in this viewpoint in the world that you're in being in the BLM movement? No, I feel like no. the tide is starting to turn. I feel like really? a lot of black people are starting to pivot off of that democratic plantation for so long. Uh, we've been slaves to that uh, party. You know, actually, we've been mental slaves, uh, afraid to get off of that plantation because, uh, you know, we've been used and abused for so long at that party. They don't value our vote. Uh, their policies are basically um, racist policies. And I believe it's a racist party that strikes at the heart of the the black family and the nuclear family in general. And I believe Donald Trump is, he's the opposite. He's, he's going to tell you how how it is. He's going to give it to you straight. He's not going to, um, you know, uh, be a hypocrite and, and, you know, stab you in the back. Like the democratic party loves to. How about that question from the interview? I would imagine you're alone in that. Like the rest of you people, the rest of you black people, you can't all like Trump. That's impossible. He said, no, we're not alone. Tide's starting to turn because you people, Democrats, you people, liberals, are the real racists. You people had us, black people, as he said, on a plantation in mental slavery, in emotional slavery. Could you imagine? I, do, do you understand how racist that question in and of itself is? Oh, I would imagine you're alone in that. Who the hell? I don't know who asked that question. Who the hell asked that question? Who would ask that question to an African? Could you imagine if that was a Republican asking that question? Well, you know, you are. I would imagine you're alone. There it is. Republicans think black people all think alike, right? You would would see that. And oh my, we have a story that we're going to put in the lineup tomorrow. I want to let this one play out. Did you see the story with the kid at the football game with the Indian headdress? And the, he had, he had, not only did he have black paint on one side of his face, and they said it was black face, but he had red paint on the other side of his face because, wouldn't you know it, that's the team's colors. And here's the kicker. The kid is actually a Native American. 
So they had a problem with the kid, but they don't have a problem with Pocahontas Elizabeth Warren literally lying about it her entire life. So we're going to have that story tomorrow. We're going to go berserk on that one. That's going to be a fun one. We're going to have a lot of fun with that. Okay? The racism in that question. I would imagine you're alone since you're in the BLM movement. You're alone. All you people must think alike. Let me play that for you again. You, uh, uh, how, why do you not like them versus like Donald Trump? You're in being in the BLM movement. Check it out. Feel alone in this viewpoint in the world that you're in being in the BLM movement? No. I feel like the tide is starting. You hear how surprised she was like, no. Wait, the tide is turning? Really? You racist piece of garbage. What? What? You, you, you people think for yourselves? Do you, am I, am I overreacting to this? Did that not sound disgusting to you? Right? Am am, am I reading that wrong? Can you tell me in the live chat if I'm reading this completely wrong? Or was that a, a bleeding heart racist trying to basically, by means of asking a line of questioning, shame this black person for thinking differently than the rest of his peers? Am I reading this wrong or am I reading this correctly? Because I think that's a disgusting question. I think that's a disgusting question. Now, we got another one. I'm going to show you Mark Fisher appeared on Fox News with Lawrence Jones. Everyone's saying spot on, right? Like, isn't it nuts? It's racist. Thank you. Thank you, the live chat. Let me put that live chat on the screen there. I I love hearing the feedback from everybody. We're on the same page on this one. It's great. You see the live chat. Their racism is so blatant they don't even acknowledge it. Angela G, completely right. Dylan, I'm with you. Big Red McGroin, you got it right. I love the names. I just read the names, as Dan says. <laughs> there you go. Matt Brown. This is Bad Moon Rises at 10 a.m. Eastern. We will hear. <laughs> Matt Brown's talking about the 5 p.m. move. I'm going to play for you another interview on Fox News with Lawrence Jones. It's a little long, but it's Mark Fisher explaining his position again. Take a look. Class Matter, Rhode Island, Mark Fisher. Mark, thanks so much for joining the program. Uh, you know, this is my favorite story of the day because it identifies with what I've seen in the barbershop. All the brothers, for some reason right now, are turning tides right now. And I, I just wonder, what is the big reason? I think personally, it's the duplicity of the Democrats. Mm. The hypocrisy. Um, we're not stupid. The brothers are not stupid. We, we understand when someone's for us and when someone is not. And it's obvious that the Democratic Party is not for us. Yeah, I, I can't. Their, party, their, their, their policies actually strike at the heart of the black family and the nuclear family. Yeah. So, you know, you were part of Black Lives Matter. Uh, you founded it there. And now you're saying you're, you're not saying the entire Republican Party. You're saying Donald Trump. So what is it about Donald Trump? Is it the economics? Uh, you noted the black family. What is it going to take for him to sure up this support amongst uh, black voters? Well, I just, I just think that it's going to take information. A lot of people are misinformed. They don't really understand because they don't educate themselves on, on Donald Trump as a person and his history. Um, but if they do that, and it's going to take, you know, leaders, educated leaders getting the word out there. Um, I think that it, it'll happen on its own and it'll be organic because um, personally, I love the man. I mean, how could you not like if, if a real man? Uh, how could you not relate to someone like that? <clears throat> yeah, he, he watches every morning. So I'm sure he's cheering a, a, as you're saying this. We looked at some of the polls for Trump over uh, over Biden in the battleground states in 2020. It was eight percent. 
Now in 2023, he has 22%. And that's just not black men. So uh, election, the election is right around the corner. If you have the opportunity to talk to the former president, I'm sure he's watching right now. What would you tell him? Call me. I'm my cell phone, man. I'll stop for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, uh, I- I'm fascinated by you. Wh- why did you end up l- leaving Black Lives Matter? Or are you still affiliated with it? No, no, no. I'm still affiliated with it um, all day. It, because the thing about it is I'm my message that I preach and, and, and that I tout is unity. It's a message of unity. It's unity driven. I want to bring together all the marginalized groups from the, the margins and bring them to the center because we're stronger together as a as a one nation under uh, indivisible under God. Mark Fisher, I I think all Americans can go with a message of unity. We thank you so much for coming on the program. I hope you'll come back and check in with us. Mark Fisher of Black Lives Matter, and he's still affiliated with BLM. That makes him a dangerous man. Because that message of just coming together and, 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 and joining hands, that's what unified them in 2020. They just didn't fight for the right people. They fought for the same people that were hurting them since the Civil War. Black Lives Matter and these types, right? Like I said, in every BLM protest, there are people like this. They're out there. He's a dangerous guy. If anybody knows how to get in touch with Mark Fisher, I would like to know. I want to bring him on. I want to talk to him. I got some cool ideas that we could do with him and and see if we can if we can interview him and have him uh, on our show just to talk about what he did. Just like we did with Misha Maynard. Right when Misha Maynard walked away from the Democrat Party as well, I love stories like that. Uh, so if anybody knows how to get in touch with him, let us know at ungovernedshow at gmail dot com. Real quick before we get to Brickhouse Nutrition, I do want to say, you know, because Mark Fisher says that Joe Biden's not fighting for black people, and he's right. You hear about Chicago, you hear about all of these countries. The the Biden administration is spending four hundred fifty one billion dollars a year to pay for illegal aliens and asylum seekers' benefits. Why do they deserve benefits? So you have it, you've seen it in Chicago, you've seen it in Atlanta, you've seen it in New York, that there are inner-city communities, which the majority of these communities are quote-unquote minority groups, right? That's just the way it breaks down. These inner-city communities are being put behind, pushed down the list of priorities in favor of people who don't belong in our country. Non-citizens, aliens, illegal immigrants, however you want to talk of migrants, I hate that term, they're illegal aliens, whatever you want to say, those folks who are here do not deserve to be here. They do not have the right to be here. If you're here illegally, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay. Instead, half a trillion dollars a year is being spent on them instead of being spent on us. Instead of making our streets safer, instead of making our bridges safer, repaving our roads, fixing the military, right? Helping out people who served our country. Again, I don't believe in social welfare, but if we're going to have social welfare programs, we might as well spend it on us instead of people who don't contribute to the program, right? Isn't that the whole point of taxes? You pay taxes so we can reinvest it in our country. That's what we're told. Well, that's not what's happening. That's not what's happening. So that's... Another example and another reason as to why a guy like Mark Fisher would come to the realization, and I'm sure a lot of his peers, and by the way, he's in Rhode Island. 
This isn't a guy who's Black Lives Matter Arkansas, where it's a, a red state, right? Black Lives Matter Tennessee, where it's a, a majority Republican state. And so, you know, you don't really have crazy, as many crazy liberals in a, in a state like Alabama or, you know what I mean? Something like Mississippi, right? This guy's in Rhode Island, a deep blue state. Making waves out there. Generating buzz. Because you got a president, not only is he not fighting for black people and, and breaking his promises to the black community, but he's not fighting for anybody. He's given half a trillion dollars a year almost to illegals and asylum seekers to pay for their benefits. who They don't contribute to this program at all. We do. Well, we're left over there saying, all right, well, you don't get anything. American people, you get nothing. We're giving your money to somebody else. It's, it's no surprise that a guy like Mark Fisher and his peers are starting to figure out, hey, these people are not really for us. We're going to have some fun on, this, on the other half of, uh, on the other side of this break with North Korea and this Christmas tree story. So hang tight real quick because we're going to laugh. Uh, as we send off the show. Uh, before we do that, I want to get to a word from our friends over at Brickhouse Nutrition. That's BrickhouseNutrition.com. I did it again. BrickhouseNutrition.com right here. Field of Greens, folks. There's no way to stay positive and focused when you're constantly run down and sick. When your body goes, your mind and spirit go with it. It's a domino effect. Most of you are like me. There's a list of things every day that run you down, and I'm way too busy to pick fruit and chop vegetables every single day, but I did my homework, and I chose Field of Greens. Every fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically chosen to support specific health functions like heart, liver, and kidney health, immune system, and metabolism. Field of Greens helps me stay healthy. It is the only brand with a better health promise. So enjoy Field of Greens and at your next doctor's visit. If your doctor doesn't say something like, wow, whatever you're doing, it's working, keep it up, return it for a refund. Keep your body healthy and your mind and spirit will follow. Let me get you started with 15% off at fieldofgreens.com. Use the promo code LFA. That is code LFA, Lima Foxtrot Alpha at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code LFA. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code LFA. We also got the magnesium products from OFP Farms. I love the spray. We love the body lotion bar. Um, and believe it or not, uh, the other day I was using the, one of the apple pie goat kisses, right? And I gave Clover a little kiss on the head because she was being a good girl. And the next thing you know, Brennan went to give Clover a kiss on the head and she smelled like a chocolate chip cookie, right? That's because the goat kisses got on Clover. So Clover likes goat kisses too. Folks, if you have tired, uh, if you have chronic pain, if you're tired and sore, I want to introduce you to OFP Farms and their magnesium products. I'm going to throw it through the camera. Magnesium is an essential nutrient for cell growth, function, and regeneration. Most people are deficient in magnesium without even realizing it. Industrialized farming has made it challenging to acquire the proper amount of daily magnesium from food sources these days. OFP Farms magnesium products are packed with a combination of nutrients and essential oils which help you feel rested, more relaxed, and provide a good source of magnesium via topical approach. Pain starts to fade as the magnesium works to help reduce inflammation, balancing blood flow, and allowing the recovery process to begin. Get relief from sore muscles, tired joints, headaches, and other inflammatory issues right where you need it with OFP Farms topical magnesium product line. It's so hard to believe that these simple products can help with so much, but ladies and gentlemen, they really do. Head over to the website, OFPFarms.com, and check out their wide range of magnesium products. They're huge uh uh, list of products there and the many five-star reviews remember they are in uh an america first patriotic god-fearing small family farm and a company that happens to love lfa tv head over to ofpfarms.com that is oscar foxtrot papafarms.com use the promo code lfa15 lima foxtrot alpha no yes lfa15 lima foxtrot alpha 15 for 15 percent off any order at ofpfarms.com promo code lfa15 ofpfarms.com promo code lfa15 15. All right, ladies and gentlemen, 
Who wants to have a little bit of fun before we go for the day? Little Rocket Man, you know about him. He would never have done this if I was your president. Little Rocket Man says there's a North Korean satellite above the White House. And no intelligent life has been found, okay? No intelligent life has been found. Kim Jong-un never would have happened if I was your president. He says there's a satellite spying on the White House. And I made up the part about no intelligent life has been found. But I think that's funny. Imagine a little Kim Jong-un, little rocket man. We have a satellite over your White House. No intelligent life has been found. <laughs> and last but not least, there's this funny story because, you know, uh, if, he ha- if he really does have a satellite over the White House, he might be trolling. But if he really does have a satellite over the White House, he would have seen this disaster. The national Christmas tree fell over uh, near the White House two days before Biden is set to light it. It was blown down by high winds. And so I have to say this. Uh, was Eric Swalwell near the tree? Because we know how much he knows about wind and creating wind. You know, he ripped one on live television. Sir Fartsalot, his flatulence, Eric Swalwell probably blew it over. Or maybe it was somebody else who is familiar with blow at the White House. We know there was cocaine. Or possibly, are we allowed to say this? Maybe it was your vice president. She tends to know a lot about how the wind blows. If you know what I'm talking about, just ask Montel Williams and Willie Brown. We could talk about it. We could say it. National Christmas tree fell over. Here's a uh, little picture of it. It's unfortunate that you saw that or that we see that the Christmas tree has toppled over uh, as North Korea has a satellite over the White House. Our enemies are not taking us seriously. There you have the picture of the tree. It fell over. I'm sure they'll pick it back up, but... uh, Tree doing its best Joe Biden on the stairs impersonation. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching and listening. Please hit that thumbs up button before you go. We've got Jeremy Harrell coming up next with Live from America at 11 a.m. Low on the rumbles again today. Can we push from 600 to 700 before this show ends? We just cracked 2,000 watching. Uh, Let's push to see if we can get another 100 in there before we end the show. Jeremy Harrell up next with Live from America at 11 a.m. Mike Crispy, unafraid at noon. Loud majority with Kevin Smith at one. Matter of fact, with Ryan Matta at two. Uh, America First Live with Alan Jacoby, the great Alan Jacoby, at 3. The Santilli Report, repeat Santilli at 4. Live from America with Jeremy Harrell again at 5. Culture Wars with the great Will Johnson at 6. Based America with Drew Hernandez at 7. And uh, uh, Brave TV with Dr. Jason Dean at 8. Ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow may be the last day at 10 a.m. Eastern here for Ungoverned. I'm not sure if we're doing two shows or one on Friday. I'm going to find out. Uh, But we will be back here same time, same place. As President Trump says, we will never give up. We will never give in. We will never, ever surrender. And if all else fails, we will just become ungovernable. Thank you for watching and listening. God bless you. God bless this one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Avoid those lockdowns. Compliance is surrender. So do not comply with any of those lockdowns and do not surrender your rights again. Have a great rest of your day. We'll have Make America Laugh Again tonight. We're going to do some Christmas uh, themed stuff tonight on uh, uh, Make America Laugh Again, 9 p.m. Eastern, rumble.com slash Captain Deplorable. Make sure you're subscribed to our show on audio, anywhere you get your podcast by searching for Ungoverned. Make sure you're following our channel here, rumble.com slash LFA TV. Make sure you're sharing this show with at least one friend who you think would enjoy a show like this. And again, before you leave, hit that thumbs up button as you go. We will see you tomorrow, same time, same place, right here, 10 a.m. Eastern for Ungoverned. Have a great rest of your day. We'll catch you later tonight on the Captain Deplorable channel, and we'll catch you tomorrow morning. 